Hello. Hello. And welcome <laughs> to another episode <laughs> of Special Features, the only podcast on the internet that dares to do the impossible. Mm-hmm. Talk about popular culture in the most humorous way possible. Uh, <laughs> my name is Alexi Toliopoulos. I'm one of your hosts. And another one of your hosts is a funny fella. His oh, name Lord. is Cameron James. It's a pleasure to be here and a privilege and an honor. Wow. And uh, and we have Thank a special you guest for as well. Your privilege as soon as the podcast I check starts. my privilege as soon as we hit record. Mm-hmm. I was you gonna leave if door. you didn't. Yeah. I was like, this guy's really putting his shoulders back and needs to be taking it down a goddamn peg. I humble myself <laughs> before you. I am an ally. <laughs> I am uh, not only an ally, I f- worship women. Okay. <laughs> I put them on a freaking pedestal. You actually might go. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, on the pedestal today, Cameron, who do we have? <laughs> we got Beck Charwood here. Hey, Beck. How you doing? Hello. I'm so excited to be in the in the pod dome. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Thanks for calling we, me back. Yeah, we do. Finally, someone has addressed we pod inside a dome. Yeah, we did. We made a lovely dome. dome. It's sweaty. It's like a terrarium mm-hmm. in uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. Yes. There's a lot of plants and dirt on the ground. It's a biodome. Yes. Yeah, I have a worm going between my toes. Absolutely. Oh, please. Our foot fetish fans will get hard for that. So <laughs> yeah. let's... Let's All the worms out about there. it more. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely an earthworm, and he is thick and juicy oh, no, as no. are my Ooh, and it's splitting in two oh, at the no. moment. People are doing the podcast too loud. They're breaking their eardrums trying to hear this louder and harder. But Beck, we're so happy to have you on the podcast. You got a brand new comedy special dropping on YouTube next week. What is it? It's called Bipolar Baby. Yes. Yeah, so big mystery. What that one's about? Mm. It's I about babies. It's about babies. Mm. About babies that have bipolar. In the Arctic? Yeah. Oh, People okay. aren't talking about it. There's no psychiatrist that will sit down with babies <laughs> and talk to them about their feelings, and I just want to raise awareness about that. That actually <laughs> is a really good uh, job opening for mm-hmm. anyone out there who is studying psychology. Yeah. Start focusing on babies. Mm. No Do one's talking Google Gaga talk babies. to them. Sorry, no I don't mean to get upset, uh, but it's like... You're a very emotional person. Yeah. Really big deal to And me. that's, that's why you're a great of, artist. Yeah. Thank you. No one does it like I do. No, no, That's no. That's true. That's no, true. No, no. That's You're, actually the tag, bipolar yeah. baby. No one does no one it like does I, it I do. Like I You're do. all about getting those gasps. You're all about getting the gasps from the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> not a laugh. Yeah. No, no. We're being serious. Easy. Gasps, yeah. claps, wow. and clicks. Yeah. Wow. You get a lot of this during your show. Mm. And also the deaf waving hands, yeah. too, because I have a very diverse crowd. Yeah, of course. And you get a few, oh no, she didn't, as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 When yeah. I just in tell her like it is. A whole crowd in unison. Oh no, she did not. Oh, good grief. Did she just do that? I yeah. don't believe she did. People get their nails done so they can wave their finger and go, uh-uh. Wow. <laughs> no, she didn't. It's exciting. It's exciting yeah. to be with um someone just before they get cancelled. Mm, so yeah. this yeah. is like your Matt Rife moment right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So I'll save all my problematic things till mm. next time I come on the pod. Yes, yep. of course, when you come do the apology tour. Yeah, yeah. you do the apology the Instagram tour. story. <laughs> and it's called Not Sorry. That's Not my next sorry. special. Mm-hmm. Police tape over your yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and when Peeling is the special dropping? Uh, next week, I'm, you know what? I'm going to say... In the ju- future. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yes, mm. okay. Yeah, that's... And uh, what's the URL for that? URL is... Uh, <laughs> www. www. 
dot you what fuck already fucked it yeah just look it <laughs> up just online look it up. you can just google look it. it up just look up uh worms in toes uh, yeah just On google YouTube. that that's the name mm. of your uh channel worms yes. in toes yeah. or beck childwood i mean that's the comedy yeah, one okay yeah, the other yeah, one's yeah. secret Shh, don't tell anyone <laughs> well except for everyone who's listening yeah. who of course we want to go to that channel of course yes. please subscribe to the worms in toes patreon yes, please watch the special first and mm. then go to the because you know yeah. it's like that's my passion project. Know the who worm you stuff are. is yeah. side. So I mean Beck Charwood on YouTube first. Subscribe mm-hmm. to that. Thank you for giving us a serious answer. <laughs> I, did, I did have like the marketing manager that lives in my head being like, say yeah. it clearly, you motherfucker. Have to say it. We'll say it, and we'll even put a link in the show notes. Mm. Oh my god, we Thank will click so through, much. click through. My click question through. to people at home right now is: Have you ever clicked through to the show notes? Because I put mm. links in there all the time, yeah, and true. I'm dying to know if anyone actually does it. <laughs> I link it. I always link stuff up. Yeah, I link it up. Has anyone? Have you ever clicked on a show note link? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Th- I must have. Surely I haven't I either. But have. I encourage everyone at home to click on the show notes to go to Beck's YouTube channel mm-hmm. and probably my tour info, yeah. which will be in there exactly. as well. So and my please. new podcast, Sunburnt Screens. Click on them all. Click on it. Click yeah. on it. And oh. Make a habit of it. The show Just notes. Actually, are do it. Really cool. Like if right now. This is the perfect time to yeah. start. <laughs> do it right now. People don't know there's show notes in every goddamn yeah. episode yeah, of a there's podcast. There's so many little treats in there. I'm dying to be read. Every now and then I'll write a funny little gag in there. Yeah. Like we did a Rickroll episode, the original Rickroll. I put a link in there that was a Rickroll. <gasps> no one told me about it. No one. No, no I heard no it. feedback. Like that was funny that yeah, you did that. I heard nothing. nothing. So who knows? We should stop putting like links to just items that are on sale in there. Just yeah. like giving people little tips. Like guys, Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday sale. <laughs> 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 These Blu-rays are on special. Yeah. Here's my Blu-ray pick of the year. Click through. <laughs> uh, well, we are here for a special reason today yes. uh, to do a podcast. That's but true. beyond that, we want to do something interesting within the podcast. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. uh, we, there was a big news story that dropped in the last couple of days that mm. I was... I, th- I Flummoxed. I was flummoxed by it. I mm. caught completely by surprise an announcement of a film kicking off production <laughs> uh, directed by Mr. Robert Reiner. Rob Reiner himself, mm. one of the great filmmakers, Carl's one of the boy. great runs, Carl's son. Uh, and he has got a new movie. It's a sequel to one of the greatest comedies of all time, in mm. my opinion, in your opinion, mm-hmm. in your opinion, yeah. and you, the dear listener's opinion. Uh, this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, wow. my God. I lo- After I all love this it. time, mm-hmm. finally. I know. And they've kind of dabbled with sequel adjacent stuff in the past. They've done, when the DVD came out, there's a feature length commentary mm-hmm. of them in character co- doing commentary on the movie, but not really. It's yeah. just like a podcast, like mm-hmm. a two hour long podcast of them in character. They've done performances quite a bit since then, they've done little specials and. Uh, comic relief videos and maybe a couple of funny or dies. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but I don't, I still don't know how I feel about a feature film sequel mm. to this. How really? do you feel? You're not pumped? I'm jazzed. I'm excited. I guess I should be excited. I love everybody in mm. the fucking cast. I, I think with Spinal Tap, the older and like more like out of touch, because mm. they're not out of touch as performers, but rock stars who are like in their 70s that's so true mm. they're the they're the best comedians and they don't know like ozzy osborne yeah yes oh God, he's like an alien that's come to earth now ozzy's so funny golden mm-hmm. ozzy's so funny i watched the cutest video of ozzy and paul mccartney meeting uh like because they, they met 
only recently, like 15 years ago. They'd wow. never met. Oh, and, yeah, I like you. And Paul's yeah, like, too. oh, hello, Ozzy. And Ozzy was like, I just want to say I fucking love you. <laughs> wow. I've loved you my whole life. I can't believe I'm meeting you. And I was like wow. tearing up watching them, like showing my wife. Like, these old wow. men, look at these men. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, Beck. Like I'm, I actually am quite hopeful and extremely optimistic for this because I think, like I said, all these guys are still really sharp. Their comedy is still really sharp. And I think that there's something special in that it is so far later I think there's heaps of comedy to be mined from this mm. I mean like the Stones the Rolling Stones that is still to all the time <laughs> there's all this like nostalgia to us yeah. going on yeah. all that we kind of really know about it so far is that uh, Sir Paul McCartney is appearing in it yep. as yep. is Sir Elton John oh uh, my God. And, uh, of course, someone who's coming back is Rob Reiner himself yeah. as Marty DeBerge. So it is said And to... he's directing it too, right? Mm-hmm. Rob is? He's directing it as well. And yeah. he says that the sequel is said to mimic the style of Martin Scorsese's The Last Waltz, the legendary concert film that documented the That's farewell tour idea. of the Canadian rock band, The Band. One That's a great idea. One of our shared favourite movies wow. as well. If it's like a... If in the world of Spinal Tap, mm-hmm. it's their final concert or yep. their final tour, that's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Especially then, with Talking Heads, you get some other... You could. It's, I mean, if it's Last Waltz, they could get the Mighty Wind Bands to come oh, in and do like, do like little guest spots on it. Because like, I love the Christopher Guest movies. They're mm-hmm. probably my favourite comedies. I've seen them many, many times. But I will say, the last one he made was Mascots in 2016. And it's a what's that? It's like I've an early Netflix, it's a Netflix, Netflix movie. Mm. Same cast that's in all of them, like that's in Best in Show and shit. Netflix movie. Well, <laughs> sneered for a second. It's like, that was crazy to me. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't even feel like it, a feature film. It feels it doesn't like exist, a long man. sitcom. Mm. Mm. It's not. You have to go searching for it on Netflix. Even Netflix is like, I don't know. It's in there somewhere. Have a look. Rummage around. <laughs> but like. I think there's a bit of a dip when it comes to mascots. So I like mm-hmm. the idea of Christopher Guest being directed by someone else mm-hmm. again and someone like Rob Reiner who's made some pretty fucking great films from many different genres. I think he has the artistic integrity to like rein it all together. Mm. And, uh, I would say one thing that could get me really excited for this would be it not just Rob Reiner, but if they kind of go, well, let's get a little new batch of people in as well to mm. kind of like sharpen things up, Ooh. make a little bit more updated. Like if they got Yorma, like the uh. Lonely Island guys to come in and just be like, hey, can you help us figure out mm. how to make this uh, modern day thing as well? To Even like, like a- help to write songs because mm-hmm. I-, I want more songs. Exactly. Mm. The, the, a Mighty Wind is so great. The music's so mm-hmm. good in it. And I love the Spinal Tap songs. Like I could I could honestly just watch it if it was, hey, we're just going to do a 90-minute concert yeah. <laughs> of just the I'll band playing. So up <laughs> yeah. up for that. And with some really <laughs> weird whack talking heads in between. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of a perfect movie for me. And a great way to do, I guess, uh, low – stakes film like this mm. what I'm saying is like not over complicating not over egging it just going like hey we're doing a direct parody of something it's a full blown concert there's going to be heaps of gags in it but it's just basically three locations for a concert film yeah that'd be yeah. sick yeah oh, well. you know if Fran Drescher's coming back oh that would be I'd great I'd love that that would be she's great she's not acting a hell of a lot at the moment hey. she's Fronting that she's sag after mm-hmm. strike. She's a she's president. Madam out. President. Madam That's President. That's what I call her. Taylor Ernie. 
You know? <laughs> <laughs> is that what the show was okay, called? That would be a great what show. What was the show called? I think it was called Madam Secretary. <laughs> Madam Secretary. <laughs> it was yeah. called Madam President. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of got this whole thing about doing a sequel many years later to mm. one of the beloved comedies. It gave us the idea. Our brains started ticking. Our brains started talking. We started. I love to hear whirring. the process. Yeah. We started whirring our brains, <laughs> trying to think up a list of what we think the greatest comedy sequels of all time are Mm -hmm. and you know we are all comedy film nerds comedy film fans Mm -hmm. comedy film aficionados Mm -hmm. which is our zine that we shall be putting out in the near future (laughs) so we kind of want to pick like a few of our favorites and just go well are there any that are not just sequels perhaps equals yeah tough one like do you have opinions on a sequel to a comedy film at all are there do you generally like them or is I it something you love, avoid? love sequels in general. Uh-huh. I love the yes. stakes of a sequel, mm-hmm. particularly for movies that are like are fantastic and you just, you're like cut and print, that's perfect. And they're yeah. like, but wait a second. You're like, no. Oh my <laughs> We're God. We're doing no, it again. It's so dangerous. <laughs> it is dangerous. <laughs> but one of my all time favorite movies is a sequel, <clears throat> Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Whoa. Oh my God. McG. Yes, yes. McG. I love McG. We I'm love currently McG. rewatching the O. Well, not rewatching, watching the OC for the first time. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Yeah, and oh he's the EP on that. Yes, he is. McG's the EP of the OC. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's my new rap, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. McG's like. Uh, an auteur of like gaudy, so. absolute gaudy sort mm-hmm. of like yeah. big bombastic Super shit. Super saturated, yeah. sunburnt like film. Yep. It's it's really like soothing. To, it, it's a level of nostalgia that I've only become aware of like the early 2000s. Oh, totally. Everyone's bronze and sticky mm. and wearing just the worst clothes you've ever uh, seen. And crazy wigs. And totally. I always remember yeah. Bruce Willis has got that fake moustache or something in that film. Is he oh, he's, yes. he's, he's like the guy that gets killed. He's got. Oh, uh, he's like, yes, I've got the rings that are on that'll have all the information on there. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember Full Throttle. Um, is that the one with Bernie Mac in it? Bernie Mac, yeah. Shiloh so Beef, the Bernie Bosley Mac. family expands. Mm. And uh, and who's the baddie in it? It's not Rockwell. Demi That's the first Moore. one. Demi, Demi Moore, Moore is a baddie, is, oh. and uh, Justin Theroux. Oh, wow. Which one's Justin Theroux? He's the Irish boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, uh, two mm. sexual awakenings yes. for me, Demi Moore <laughs> and the Irish boyfriend, <laughs> both evil characters that I was immediately boned up for. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Is Tom Green in it again? No. Is he only no, the first one, so, the yeah. Chad? Oh, yeah. but uh, John Cleese is in it. If you're looking for a great comedy icon, you need a little yeah. chuckle every mm-hmm. now and then. You got to. You need either a Tom Green or a John Cleese. Yes, that's mm. a good pick. Yeah, and I'm glad you. you went for it too, because it's like now that's opened up the doors to not just straight comedies, mm-hmm. but action comedies. Action comedies, because that's mm. going to make it a little easier for me. Mm. Because uh, as a rule, I don't think there are many good comedy sequels, like mm-hmm. straight up. What is the point of this comedy sequels? And I also, as a rule, I'll watch all of them. Yeah, mm. I watch every single <laughs> studio comedy He's that ever gets two made. Land. He's done the legend continues. I watch them all, and I always end up messaging Alexi after yeah. I watch them and go, "Hey, Two Land is pretty good." <laughs> and I'm like, Cameron, it came out seven years ago. <laughs> always way late to it. Yeah, that's the secret. You have to go in way late. Way yeah. late. You have to go way in late. way late to these films. Yeah, because you're like, not paying twenty five dollars for a ticket. It really adds a lot more shine. Totally. And if you're watching it on a plane or just like you're on – I watched a bunch of them. 
this is my comedy secret when I'm touring mm-hmm. after a show s- to force myself to not go out and drink every night. My new ritual is I will go home and watch a shitty comedy from mm-hmm. like 2006, 7, 8, yeah. whatever, like just a mid-2010s comedy. And that just became my ritual that I would go home and have like a tea and watch a whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I would like message Alexi during the last big tour. Yeah. I was on and be like, Should I look man, up have, one you of seen, the ones? have you seen a whole pass? It's pretty good. <laughs> you like, don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the, inter- the internship, whatever, just any like shit? Owen Wilson comedy from that era. I've seen them all. Um, Having said that, there aren't many genuinely good ones. So making my list, Mm. and I did sort of make a list, was tricky. Um, But if we're going to open up the doors to action comedies, the first one I would like to add Mm -hmm. is Rush Hour 2. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I did put it on my list. You did? Yes. So we think that counts? I think that counts. Wow. Sorry, Alexi is deep in my text. Yeah, I just found... That's why he's not talking. <laughs> yeah, Cameron just said... I found the message says, I stopped my first Happy Madison the other night. Just go with it. The only one I couldn't be bothered finishing. Even Chuck and Larry compelled me. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Unprompted, we haven't texted for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck and Larry was really bad. But even that one, at a certain point, I was like, i got to see how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> you I, do they get mad? Yeah, do you know what? The mo- this is it's a really bad movie. I heard they renew their vows at the end. <laughs> the movie <laughs> is the whole movie is building up to will like will these two characters kiss because they don't kiss at their wedding. Mm-hmm. And they go to court to prove that they're gay. And then the judge is like, well, there's only one way to prove this. You have to kiss right here, right now. And that's the climax of the movie. And they're about to kiss. And then Dan Aykroyd comes in and goes, Stop! Don't do it! They're Don't not really the gay. <laughs> Don't cross the street. It's really weird. Wow. I hated it. Wow. Uh, so That's I, such a crazy bar to see what's gay. Yeah, like, they should have like, just gone high school rules of like, yeah. oh, what are you, yeah. do you try to shuffle? Gay as hell. Yeah, like, I know. I mean, there's a bit of that in there, but the whole point is like if you kiss, if you peck Kevin James on the lips, dude, you're gay. Wow. I like Rush Hour. T- I like yeah. all the Rush Hours. Yeah. He's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. Great, great line. Mm-hmm. Great line. From the bloopers. I actually like the bloopers the more bloop, than the movie. The bloopers are awesome. <laughs> Gefilte the fish. What do you call it? Gefilte the fish? Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> Who do you think you are, Chelsea Clinton? There's a lot. Who do you think you are, Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jackie. There's a yeah. lot of that. Keeps yeah. calling him Jackie. Yeah, it's uh, the bloopers <laughs> for Rush Hours are just some of the best reels you could ever have. They're beautiful. <laughs> but I'm also a big fan of Rush Hour too, And I yeah. think he... Oh, it's tough to say. I like those two first two movies so much. You don't like the third? What's well, got Roman Polanski in it? Does it? Yeah, as an actor. He plays the p- chief of police of Paris or some shit. <laughs> it's a weird little thing. Weird little weird little thing. Weird. Uh, I want you to add one, but I my challenge to you is it can't be an action comedy because okay. we've, we've already done two. I got one, and uh, it's it took me so long to even remember this movie exists. Oh, my God. And it's not unlike this is Spinal Tap, a many years later sequel to a proper classic comedy, like a true all-timer classic. I forgot it existed. It even got big Oscar nominations. What? Uh, the movie is Borat's subsequent movie film. Oh, I yeah. forgot it existed. God. It was like the 20th movie that I wrote down. Yeah, because I oh my completely God. forgot about it. That's God. such a good call. I think it is so funny, and it came completely un 
unexpected. Like mm. I, I've talked about it before. We talked about it on this podcast where it's like those films and the the work of Sasha Baron Cohen was very key to like me finding like my love for comedy. Mm. And I was always like, they'll never be able to do something like that again. He will never be able to match that. He will never be able to do mm. that. Then he made the new TV show, like and What it was Is America. Okay. It was good. I didn't love it, but I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was glad it existed. And I never thought he could ever bring the characters back. Mm. Lo and behold, he brings back Borat for a movie. Yeah. Uh, unfathomable to me. Like, so cool. Uh, to me, I was like, that guy is known around the world, that character, Borat. And they finally brought <laughs> Borat back. And I couldn't believe it. And mm. I think it's a really funny movie. Uh, um, um, what's her name? Maria Bakalova yeah. plays the daughter. Oh, she was making outstanding. Role. Fantastic so performance. Funny. Oscar nominated. Mm. And it's as bold, if not bolder, <clears throat> than the first Borat film. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's got the Giuliani thing in it, doesn't yeah, it? The yeah, the Giuliani yeah. thing. Also going into... And Giuliani sting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just remembered that. Oh, uh, uh. Yeah, Sorry, so I thought crazy. that was part of like a news story where they showed that footage and were like, he's, he's done. Yeah. It he's is journalism. Forever. It's like yeah. proper journalism. Yeah. It's like undercover yeah. <laughs> sex ring oh, busting. It's just crazy. just him shuffling the pants. Oh, oh, want to throw oh. up. So fucking gross. Yuck. Yeah, that's a great call, Borat 2. I actually forgot about it. It took me so long to remember it. Mm. I honestly, I couldn't. I was like, oh, wow, it's a great movie. I completely forgot about it. Made me want to rewatch it. I'd re- I want to rewatch all of them. I, last night, I was doing uh, stand up at Magic Mike. Give wow. it a shout out. Wow, don't say Magic <laughs> Mike comedy. Double XL is your next <laughs> And uh, there was a, a British dude in the front row, and I was chatting to him. And uh, I was like, where are you from in England? And he was like, I'm from Grimsby. And uh, <laughs> the, the, the only thing I know about Grimsby yeah. is that Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. movie. Yeah. And so yeah, you have a I just talked about ass, that. <laughs> I was like, oh, Grimsby? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, he goes inside an elephant's vagina in yeah. that movie. <laughs> well, I'll make you Grimsby, baby. <laughs> it's the only thing. I, I didn't even think it was a real place. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great call. Fuck yeah. Mm, Beck, do you have another pick for us? I mean, this is not action comedy, but no, there is can... action involved Wait, in let's, it. Okay. Let's divert. Let's uh, get off the path. I, I might be bold to say this is even better than the original. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God. Uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Whoa, calls. huge call. Huge call to say it's better than the original. I mean, I'm mainly for the part where it leaves out... Like the transphobia, mm-hmm. they leave that oh, yeah, in the past, true. which is wow. true, me, true, true. I don't know about you guys, but I think that's pretty great. I yeah, I'm, I want to go on the record, out. not, not <laughs> the transphobia. I, I think that sucks. Oh, Just on yeah, record, I'm with you. Sucks. I'm on your side in your fight against transphobia. <laughs> I uh, I've not seen either of the Ace Ventures. Maybe twenty five years, and wow. I reckon you should watch them. Man, I did a Jim Carrey rewatch last year. And for that book you were writing, <laughs> book, a book I'm writing, yeah. uh, my life with Jim Carrey, <laughs> and uh, I love them all. I, mm. I actually, uh, when Did I miss the Papa's Penguins, okay, I, I started dipping <laughs> at a certain point, but he has a couple of high points mm. later on. Yeah. But I reckon when I got to me myself and Irene, I again I probably texted you just being like, mm. man, this yeah. is a masterclass of comedy. Yeah. This is the best, <laughs> funniest performance I've ever seen. This mm. is so great. But yeah, the Ace Ventura movies are mm. fucking insane. If you look at the script of them, and I highly recommend mm. you do. I think people should read comedy scripts. They are like not that funny on the page, yeah. especially the first mm. one. It's just like Ace uh, walks down the hallway 
But then when you watch the scene, he like fucking he's slamming boxes into walls and tripping over people, and he adds so much comedy to every moment. It's mm-hmm. insane, genius. Wow. Oh, similar to Grimsby, there's also a scene mm. where he comes out of a rhinoceros' wow. butthole, and that yes. might be the that might be the best scene in it. Yeah. Oh, and it might be the best to... scene. Oh, oh. Full stop. You don't need to keep talking, mate. It's a pretty <laughs> fucking good scene. <laughs> I think I can remember it like frame for frame, clearly from when yeah. the finger comes out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> such a. I forgot that's how it begins. Yeah. Such yeah. a set piece that only. <laughs> Shit. Like has no reason to exist in the movie <laughs> other than like. Oh, wouldn't this be funny mm. to watch mm. Jim Carrey get born from a rhinoceros' yeah. asshole? <laughs> Wow. It fucking rips. I remember the faces of the tourists coming past. Oh, that's right. The tour bus come past. The warm glow of like the gut of the rhino. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Beautiful. There's got the Monopoly guys in Ace Ventura when nature calls. Yes. Um, what else is in it? Uh, the two spears <laughs> in the... Oh, uh, yes, the spears and the uh, thighs. What happened to spears in comedy? I know, we don't I see it enough. I thought so many more spear gags. Where have yeah, they gone? They've got, well, that you should bring them back. I should. That should be your in next my special. Next special, <laughs> bipolar, toddler. Yes. We're not just going okay. for two. She's We're making up. creative decisions She's here. She's growing up. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Cameron, uh, what's next on your list? Okay, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Um, okay. Here's a question mm-hmm. for everyone on, on the panel today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, I want to know if this counts. Okay. Okay. Gremlins 2, the new batch. Oh, yes, of course it counts. You think that counts? I mean, it's a sequel to a movie. But and is it's a the comedy. first one technically a comedy? It's funny. Come on, it's funny. Phoebe Coates is really funny in it. It's a comedy. Yeah, I yeah. think it's uh, – well, obviously, there's a balance between comedy and horror in Gremlins. Mm-hmm. And I think partly – I would say definitely counts because the balance skews even harder to comedy in a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a reboot. It's a total reboot. Wow. Whoa. May I just say. I just started crying. It's a tonal reboot. glory years. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done it. We should have made the name of this show Tonal Reboot. Because we are rebooting the tone <laughs> of the podcast. Really hard to find. Yeah. Every time you go to type it yeah. in, it's like, did you mean total reboot? <laughs> no. Hopefully it takes oh. you to the same feed. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, great pick, man. Do you watch, when do you watch this? Because it's not a Christmas movie, right? Uh, no, yeah, you're right. The first one's a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. This one is a um, who fucking gives a shit movie. Actually, Whoa. doesn't it have oh. it? It is set on a holiday, isn't is it? Is it Labor Day? Or isn't something? it something like that? I and don't that's know. the joke. Because remember the joke in the first one is that Phoebe Cates's dad mm-hmm. uh, died while dressed as Santa, yep. trying to sneak down the chimney, and oh, that's her yeah. like sad origin story. And then in the sequel, it's like. President's Day or Labor Day or some shit, and she basically has the same monologue, but about her dad dressed as Abe Lincoln or something wow. like that. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen this in a long time. I don't remember She's that. She's like, I'll never forget. My dad was dressed as Abe Lincoln, and then her boyfriend's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he, he he broke his neck. Yeah, yeah we remember. He mm-hmm. died. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I got, I think it's such an upgrade. Have you seen Gremlins too? No, I only saw Gremlins one on a plane wow. and I was like this is absolutely golden this is the yeah. funniest thing I'll ever see that's good see. plane good plane good movie. plane movie yeah. two is nuts because it's like uh, the dude what's his name Joe Dante Joe Dante Joe Dante the auteur mm-hmm. of Gremlins didn't want to make it and the studio said we'll make it without you and he went alright fine I'll make it but I want to be in charge of all of it 
and he made a movie that's essentially making fun of sequels Mm -hmm. and of Gremlins and of every Warner Brothers movie. It's a fucking live-action cartoon. There's, like, no scares in it at all. It's just all Mm -hmm. goofy shit. And it's, like, it is really weird. It's, like, whack. It's, like, a bit form-breaking. It's very funny. The one thing that I always remember for it, because, like, oh, that's so cool that he did that, was the great film critic and, like, uh, writer Leonard Moulton, who, like, basically has written about every freaking movie ever. Mm. He gave Gremlins a negative review. Joe Dante and he are good friends. And so in Gremlins 2, you can see, there's a scene where Leonard Moulton is reviewing Gremlins 2 on, t- like on TV. Oh and then the Gremlins come in and kill him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's it's so rad. cool. Well, I movie, know what I'm doing straight after it's this. Sick. <laughs> the movie breaks a few times, right? Like where yeah. it just like cut, like the film goes, and then it cuts and you see like the Gremlins are fucking around with the edit mm-hmm. and shit. It rolls. I love Gremlins too, and there's a, there's also a sexy Gremlin in it. Oh, se- wait, isn't there a sexy one in the first? No, I mean maybe to you, <laughs> <laughs> but not canonically. Uh, the first one to me, I was like, oh yeah. my god, who let Daddy in the house? <laughs> Spike is sexy. Have um, you seen the sexy Gremlin? So this is I've like, seen it, yeah, the one in the. She's a chick. Oh, um, is that in the um, first? Second, second one. one. Yeah. yeah. I have seen the second one. And she's one. like Marilyn Monroe, Lauren Bacall. Like she looks like a screen siren. Yeah. Here, I'll show you a picture of her. Okay. You'll be immediately turned on. No, that's <laughs> not it. That's not oh it. Oh, my God. That's someone dressed up as a sexy girl. But it's like this is my favorite trope of you see it in a lot of comedy mm-hmm. movies where they'll be like, a sexy, uh, a female monster or a female whatever. And in this case, it's a sexy female gremlin. And at the end of the movie, she is hitting on one of the guys. She's like, yoo-hoo, and does like a little (laughs) thing to one of the guys. And then the guy like is scared at first, but then he goes, hmm, hmm. And then he like kind of implies that he's going to hook up with this gremlin. That's a human like, man? Yeah. That's, that's like one of my... That's sexy she is. Maybe don't favorite, show me the picture. It's one of my favorite tropes of any movie. <laughs> sexy female monster, and then the guy's like, hmm, you know what? Maybe I would fuck that. <laughs> she got some lips and some hips. She that's has fine. got some lips. Look her up on your own time. Okay, in private. Yeah, yeah, of course, you. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, when you have the freedom, when you have your freedom at your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock myself in a dark room this evening. Close <laughs> all the windows and doors. Mm. Tell my partner I'm, I'm busy. I've yeah. got work to I'm do. I'm gremlin. I'm going to come in. Don't come in. I'm breaking a few of the three golden rules. If you catch my dream. I wonder which one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What do you got? All right. I'm going to change the pace. Is that what it is? That what you're I reckon it's a whole series where they're all really good. That's on my list. That's on your list. Oh, I thought I found a secret one. But I think the whole series of the freaking Michael Winterbottom, Steve Coogan, Rob Brydon, the trip series. The trip. I've never seen the trip. They're really, they're real fun. I think they're for like real comedy nerds like yourself because it's like about the insanity of two comedians hanging out for a long extended period of time. Alex J talks to me about this. Nearly every yeah. week, and every week I lie and say I'm going to watch it. <laughs> about these <laughs> these movies. About she talks about Steve Coogan a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Coogan. Yeah, he's but, a guy that you're either into or you're not, and I'm like fully all in on him. Yeah. I've seen everything he's ever done. You're obsessed with the guy. Love him. He's like I think he's a genius, and and Brighton too. Mm-hmm. And these movies. I think they get better and better. I think so, too. Mm. I agree. I think they get better with each one. The trip followed by the trip to Italy was second. Yeah, then that's, the- that's my maybe my favorite one because it was uh, it added 
a lot more drama mm-hmm. to it in a way that yes. I was not expecting. They added some like cinematic stakes to them. Then we've got the trip to Spain and then mm. the trip to Greece is the finale. Which you love. Obviously, I love it. <laughs> Obviously, I love it. That's my favorite one. But I think what the the later sequels do, the trip to Spain, the trip to Greece, mm. is they actually incorporate the spaces they're in a little bit more, the country that they're in, to kind of infuse what that extra cinematic element is. Mm. Like a trip to Spain, it's all got this like Don Quixote type stuff. Yeah, is shit it the road on. to Damascus or something? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the trip to Greece becomes a bit more of like a Grecian tragedy kind yeah, of comes in to be part of, of it. Yeah. And I think I find that really interesting. And I think that they all they're really great. They're all fantastic. Mm. And um, if you haven't seen them, it's like a huge recommendation because they're it, basically what they are. Steve Coogan, Rob Brydon, they play themselves. It's kind of even that's a sequel to Tristram Shandy, yeah. another Michael Winterbottom movie where they play themselves making a movie behind the scenes. And that's like a adaptation of one of those books where like it's unadaptable mm. and they make it all about that. But the trip is they go on these trips together to all these great restaurants in a certain region to write like a big article for like some great like magazine. the guardian or mm. something like a guardian restaurant review and yeah in the first one it's like neither of them want to do it but it's a money thing like fuck i guess we'll do it for the money but then by the second one it's become really about just these two middle-aged dudes who like have a love-hate relationship and the thing that i think is so brave about it is that they both are cunts like they're they're not like likable in it like they both they cheat on their partners and like they're jealous of each other and they bicker Mm. it's i think it's like a really bold move maybe even more so for rob bryden from two onwards where his character's insecurities and like jealousy and Mm -hmm. his infidelities start happening i'm like man your whole public persona is that you're like this lovable loveliest nicest family man but in these movies you're like a bit of a scumbag Mm -hmm. i love it i like to see real representation of middle-aged comedians (laughs) you don't get enough they're often the heroes the best dudes you've ever met in these movies garbage people i know i know i know this is a good representation mm-hmm. of it because it is like the jealousy factor is the thing where i'm like that's the most real like two dudes that are like know exactly what the other one got paid for certain projects and stuff like that oh, yeah. knowing where like the, your, where you are on the hierarchy with someone it's quite mm. that's real they're real. That's the comedy industry. <laughs> everyone has someone that they're almost like, and everyone's oh, yeah. like, oh, your friends. You're like, they're my sworn enemy. <laughs> and I think it's also really good insight because it's all about like these two guys that are a bit trapped together. You know, when you're in those moments of like a comedian, like, you know, when we, we've we been driving for a long time together mm. or something, Cam, and then by the end of it, you have these insane inside jokes that you no longer laugh at with each other <laughs> and it becomes a bit torturous. <laughs> they really capture that vibe that's like, well, how did you even think to turn that into a movie <laughs> and make it funny for an audience? Yeah. They're really fun. Huge recommendation. Shall we do our final picks? Beck, okay. what's your last your last favorite? Oh my god. Comedy sequel. <sighs> okay. To be a Or squeakle oh. if you want to go with the chipmunks movie. <laughs> You're allowed to watch chipmunks. Don't spoil it. Let me say <laughs> sorry, it. Sorry. Um I I see I was gonna say Trek 2, mm-hmm. but but it's not necessary. It's a fun. I wouldn't say it's like a comedy. comedy it's a comedy. Movie. It's a drama. It's a comedy. <laughs> it's got okay. Here's the cast: it's Jennifer a- Saunders, Mark Myers. <laughs> it's a marital <laughs> drama. It's Everett's. Yeah, Shrek's. A- they're depressing movies. They're- <laughs> it's all about how Shrek is rude to his family and yeah. loved ones. It's a lot about prejudice. A lot about <laughs> racism. It, yeah, is it is a bit. It is a bit. 
Yeah, I, I guess she's coming to dinner. Shrek? Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Um, sorry, and that's the whole film. Yeah. yeah. My, in my heart, though, I have to say it's Adam's Family Values. Oh, great Wonderful call. Pick. Wonderful pick. And I would say. Such a good call. It's not a sequel. It's not an equal. It is an improv equal. Improvement Whoa. call. Impro- uh, improv no, equal? equal was really um, good. I, I, really, I think, I think it's can... better than the first one. Yeah. yeah I think so. I, it's a, it's a sequel, it. dude. Oh, it's sicker. It's even sicker. Builds on the world <laughs> mm-hmm. and adds in as well. Just like the bunch of normies at the camp. I love it's it. just such a great dynamic to add yeah. into it. Like it's the first one is like, um, let's just spend a bunch of time in the in the Adams world with mm-hmm. these kooks. But then the second one is like, no, let's actually bring the kooks into the real world. That's yeah. better. Yeah. And it's so much better. And I All love camp shit's the best. You see like them as a family unit, like come up against the world. Love it. And it's, it's so good. I mean, also, can I say, in her sexiest role, <gasps> Joan Cusack. Oh, wow. yeah. As Debbie yes. Galinsky. She's super sexy in that movie. Oh, she's just, every shot is like her just so, like yeah. old Hollywood style, softly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love her. You I, said you're a sexiest character in this thing. <laughs> well, Thing does fall into the category of the sexy gremlin. Is in the first one, mm-hmm. Thing fucks the lady, yes. <laughs> and in the second one, they have little babies that yeah. look like Thing. So that's the same category of like yeah. human being attracted to monster. <laughs> um, no, she's so she's so sexy in it. It's very true. And also, there's a sex scene with her and Christopher Lloyd, mm. Uncle Festa, which is like maybe the first sex scene I ever saw in a movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's really weird. And how did that affect you? Uh, Well, he goes (laughs) cross-eyed. He goes cross-eyed, which is what I do now. (laughs) But during foreplay. (laughs) Before anything's happened. Yeah. (laughs) For the longest time. (laughs) I love it. That's a great call. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were just talking about the Thanksgiving, uh, you know, when they go to camp and they put on, like, the mm. Thanksgiving mm. play. Uh, we were yeah. just talking about that recently. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, the whole, like, I mean, the fact that they add in, like, a, what is it, a hang, a flying fox situation yeah, to it. Yeah, so good. And they do, like, the the uh, whole, like, riot. And Wednesday has her crush on David Crumholtz's character. And I think, uh, yeah, Christina Ricci as Wednesday, that was a early crush for me too. Like yeah. I had a big crush on her. I wish I'd cottoned on to earlier that men like mean women. They like <laughs> women that are mean to them. Yeah. And give them no time of day. I would have saved so much time. Oh dude. It's catnip. My when I first met my wife, she was so mean to me. Wow. And this is when we were teenagers. We met wow. when we were t- like way before we got together. You she, knew it from first nipple cripple. She was really mean. She made fun of me so much. Wow. And I was like, I think I need to marry this lady. <laughs> <laughs> she saw Wednesday Adams and she was like, check. Yeah, done. Right. I can do that. Sarcastic. <laughs> Darkhead. Yeah, that's a fucking great call. I great love that. Great pick. Great pick. Thank I reckon you. pick it a batch so far because no. it's the one where I'm like, it's mm. truly better and Jesus truly expansion. Christ. And you know, comedy, it's all about extending the joke or how to, uh, to escalate comedy. And I think that was one that truly does it in a way that sequels don't often do. Mm. Fuck, man. Oh, this Cameron, is so hard. It's so hard for a final pick. Can yeah. we do... Uh, we'll do some things at the end. Okay, we'll do good. Some. Okay. Yeah. We'll do a hundred more at the end. Okay, because there's I've things. got like pure comedy sequels mm-hmm. on here, and then I've also got some that are hybrids. And this one, I think I just have to mention it because as a sequel, it's maybe the only sequel in existence 
that I would just put on out of context without watching the first one wow. first. You know, like sometimes you're like, I just want to watch two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's <laughs> Back to the Future 2. Great. Okay. Mm, I That's think I've a seen, good one. I think I've seen Back to the Future 2 more than Back to the Future 1 as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I chuck it on. I'm often. not saying it's better than the first one, mm-hmm. but I just think it's like I could watch it today without watching the first one and feel satisfied. Is that the one where they go back to the West or is that Back to the Future 3? That's 3. three. That's three. Which one is 2? Two, two is go to the future first, Yeah. then go back to the 50s. Mm-hmm. And revisit the first movie. And not only mm-hmm. that, they go back to 1985 alternate reality. That's right. Biff yes, is Trump. Yeah, Mom's Biff's got Trump. huge boobies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, Another Christopher Lloyd movie. Yeah. Another Christopher oh. Lloyd movie. Gosh, I'll have to f- find a Christopher Lloyd sequel myself now. <laughs> yeah. Which is number three, Back to Future 3. That was Christopher Lloyd's first ever on-screen kiss. Wow. With Mary Steenburgen <laughs> yeah. when he was older. But, like we already said, Adam's Family Values, first sex scene. <laughs> He's first nut. Yeah. He's first nut he on screen. He nutted on screen probably before. <laughs> before he kissed. Yeah, I, I just feel like I, it's a bit of a cop-out to say Back to the Future 2, I think. But mm. I will. I need to get it on the list. Yeah, it's a great pick, man. Thanks great so pick. much, man. Thank you so much. What is it about it that, like, because it's a movie that's been with you for your whole life? Uh, absolutely, yeah. They, I mean, all three of them. I mm-hmm. love I love all three. What about it was what drew you back and back to that when you were young? Uh, when I was young, I feel like it was on TV the most, mm-hmm. number two, and it's just so bright. It's mm-hmm. that like classic thing that draws kids in where it's so brightly lit, mm-hmm. especially all the future shit. The future mm-hmm. shit's, I think, quite imaginative. It looks fun. fucking beautiful. Mm. It's so like, it looks like a cartoon. It looks like fucking Disney World. Yeah. When he's walking through the town plaza, you're like, mm. man, I wish this was a theme park. I would go there. Yeah. And I love that, like, what they do so well is that idea of in the Back to the Future, the Easter eggs, you go, oh, that's different now. Yeah. That's really that's fun to play shit. with when yeah. you're a kid. Love yeah. it. And, may- and maybe now that I'm older, I don't like it as much as number one. I mm-hmm. think number one's got a bit more of an emotional kick to it's it. It's an immaculate screenplay. Number yeah. One. yeah. But two is still a blast and mm-hmm. I can always watch it. Three, I almost never watch. I love three. I do Three's think it's great. the one I've probably seen the most. Whoa. But mainly just probably because it was on Channel 10 the most yeah. on a Saturday night. Three's really. the sweetest one to mm-hmm. me because it's yeah. got the Doc love story with um, Mary exactly. Steenberg. It's and very it, nice. It's like very beautiful. And the three also featured very prominently in the classification yes. uh, before videotapes. <gasps> Egg VHS. sucking gutter trash. Egg sucking gutter trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I could recite that whole ad back to Me too. Without a I love when There's mom that... and dad are like, oh, we're going to fuck to this yeah, R18. That body yeah. of evidence. We're going to watch body of evidence. <laughs> fuck. Madonna going yeah. like, you like what you see, Frank, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and there's other ones like, remember me. Yeah. I don't even know what the line is, but the voice is like, remember me. Awesome. All right, your final pick, Alexi. Yikes. Okay, I'm sitting in front of a bigger list, and mm. a few of them have been taken. Okay. Um. Ay, ay, yikes. Well, okay. I'm going to cheat a little bit, I reckon. On I'm your partner? I'm <laughs> cheating my partner right now. If you're <laughs> listening to this, baby, turn it off. And if you're not my partner, come fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to uh, fuck Christopher Lloyd style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first nut on a pod. Finally, I did it. All right, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to take a little something that Beck said. Uh, she said Shrek 2. I'm going to go a trilogy. 
The Mike Myers sequel trilogy. I'm going to go Austin Powers 2 to Spy Shag Me. I'm going to go Wayne's World 2. And I'm going to go Shrek 2. I think he's the king of the comedy sequel. Every time he comes back and does a 2. That's number 2? I think that's cool. He does the more. All these sequels are good. Dude, You didn't think he was going to do this? We agree. On this podcast with this dynamic? Obviously, I agree with you, but you can't. Say three movies okay. on the last for one. All right, well you then you have to pick one of those three. Um, this is huge, by the way. Is yeah. it going to be in Spy Who Shagged Me, Wayne's World Two, child. or Shrek? Oh, shit, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you three arrest. seconds to think of it. Three, two, one. Spy Who Shagged Me. Wow. Yeah, Spy Who Shagged Me. I knew it was Spy Shagged Me. Yes, I yes. can't. I didn't know it was going to be that. I knew. I didn't know. You go Gaga for Heather Graham. I mean, no, but I'm a Liz Hurley guy. Yeah, I know, but she's not in it. So this is she actually is. she is she is you see her explode. I think that's what made me um, go for it was the opening <laughs> sequence, just the line reading of like where he's holding his dead wife's hand as she's exploded because she was a fembot that malfunctioned, and he's just like oh he's like lamenting goes hang on a tick that means I'm single again and then he's got the beautiful bossa nova dancing where he's nude and there's all these wonderful things covering his genitalia. Yeah, I think that's like high comedy and what a way to kick it into gear for the second one and then we've got a you know it's a lot of repeat gags mm. and then you got a brand new iconic gag which is the silhouette <laughs> oh, I love humor it. Oh, the I silhouette love humor silhouette humor oh, is some of my favorite humor I think that except was, in Goldmember <laughs> I think Goldmember is funnier in Goldmember. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. I always laugh so hard where it's mini me <laughs> having to do the P-test and he's just spraying the yeah. apple juice into the cup right, I think funny. that's really funny it is funny I I think that's greatest silhouette comedy of all time. <laughs> it's up Surely. there. It's up there. Oh, man, that's such a great call. Spy Shag Me fucking rips. Mm, I, I'm, I'm a big Wayne's World 2 fan, and that, yeah. would, that would be a notable mention that I would throw out there. And I think it's – I like that one because it uh, takes on a completely different thing. Mm. Like, it's like, okay, it's going to be a Woodstock parody. It's going to be like a Doors parody. Yeah. It, I think the two Wayne's World movies use parody very nicely. Yeah. Very nicely. <laughs> All right, Borat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Borat quote. Do you guys have any notable uh, thing, mm-hmm. things that you haven't mentioned? that you wish would you did or I have to throw a soft one in there mm. for uh, which is my favorite Shove a soft one in there Shove a soft one in Thumb there Thumb it in uh, mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo 2 Oh uh, wow. Monsters Lord. Unleashed or some yes, shit Yes yeah, Ma- yeah, yeah. Uh, James Gunn co-wrote yeah. it mm. uh, maybe even directed it maybe not maybe but he's not. he co-wrote it Yeah Yes right. He co-wrote Matthew it with Charlie Lillard, Chaplin Freddie Prince Jr Sarah Michelle mm-hmm. Gellar Scooby Doo. Who <laughs> plays Velma again? Velma oh. is played by Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Yes. Rowan Atkinson. Mr. Bean. Yeah. Is there. Yes. Oh, Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's a good one. Yeah, interesting yeah, pick. Good. That's a millennial Gen Z cusper favorite. Yeah, filmed in the Gold Coast. Yeah. Oh, like Morton all great Island. movies. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I had the yeah. pleasure of going there. On a family cruise wow. earlier this year. Wow. What a time. I didn't know families cruise together. They don't, and they shouldn't. Wow. Uh, but okay. we did. We pushed ahead. I mean, yeah. my entire extended family, 15 of oh us. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot. For my grandpa's 90th. And wow. for the Scooby Dooby uh, we, we all we made it more Scooby Dooby. We said, "Sit down. You might know a few things, but this is really going to teach you all <laughs> something you don't know about." <laughs> yeah, I love Matthew Lillard. I'm a big Lillard guy. Yeah. Um, 
And that was his last big payday for a long time. I heard him on a podcast recently and he was really? like, after that movie came out, that was what, 04 or something? Zoinks, I was broke. He like <laughs> pretty much was broke. He started teaching acting and shit to wow. pay the bills. Oh. But he's back now. He's, he's back doing very back. well and we love him. We, we love, love him. to see a man succeed. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's about time, I think. That's what about a, you, Cam? That's a great yeah. one. What um, else is on the list, mate? Can I throw a couple at you? Yes, of course, darling. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Home Alone 2. Yeah, it's uh, lost in New York this time. Yeah, this time it's New York. Yeah. I don't like it as much as the first, but it is still a lot of fun. It was the one I watched way more as a Me kid. Me too. I yeah. watched it a lot more as a kid. Mm-hmm. And now as an adult, I think it's crueler. I like it for that. I'm it's a nasty boy, what, it's though. It's nasty. Yeah. What makes it crueler? He's like, in the first one, they're trying to break into his house and he's defending yeah. his house. Mm-hmm. In the second one, he lures them to mm-hmm. another half-built, half-renovated oh, house and then tries to kill them in that house. I think it would be great if at the end he, like, they're on the ground. <laughs> he just goes up and fucking pops one in the head. It kind yeah. of... A little, little pistol. <laughs> the first thing, the first trap that he makes... He throws bricks at head. It's not a trap. He throws bricks at the head. And it makes me laugh. <laughs> it's badass. Yeah. Um... I also wanted to give a shout out to the Vacation franchise. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation is mm-hmm. probably my favorite one of all of them. Yep. Uh, I love it. Love Chevy. It's a rare. It's pro- probably the when I think of Chevy, I think of his role as uh, what's his name? Oswald Osman. Os- <sighs> Oswald Os- Cobblepot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clark, Clark Clark Griswold. Griswold. Yeah. Uh, I think of Clark Griswold before I think of his other performances, mm-hmm. but it's rare because it's maybe the only time in his career that he played like a, a bumbling, normal mm-hmm. everyman. Normally, he plays cool, sexy guys yeah. who are funny you and kind of sarcastic yeah. and a yeah. bit bumbling. Yeah. But in this one, I just kind of like him mm. as like, it's sort of a Will Ferrell role. Like he's Whoa. just a lovely pick. Nice guy. Yeah. Uh, and I want to throw... Uh, Mama from the train too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to throw City Slickers 2 in there. The search what? for Cole. What's a gold? Curly's, Curly's gold. gold. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard of City Slickers in like 20 mm. years. Worth a watch, man. Yeah. Oh Worth a watch. God. Especially if you're a Bruno Kirby fan. He's in the first one. Not in the second one. <laughs> Do you know who's in the second one replacing Bruno Kirby? Um, You'll love him. Uh, we all love him. You'll love him. Mike especially. Myers? Close. <laughs> Close. He was on SNL. He's an SNL. He alum. was on oh. SNL. Okay, let me think. He's, in my opinion, responsible for the funniest moment in cinema history. In The Wedding Singer. Okay. Um, Adam Sandler? It's Mr. Damn. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. Yeah, John Lovitz. John Lovitz is in the sequel, wow. and that's why it's getting a mention today. Wow, and you got two Daniel Stearns in a row. Isn't he in Oh, that? my God. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. i got two Daniel Stern picks. Mike Myers. We've got another comedy sequel <laughs> king coming up to your throne, mate. <laughs> got any uh, notable notables? Uh, notable notables, uh, I think in the same ballpark as Adam's Family Values, is a very Brady sequel, the sequel to the Brady bunch movie i think it's way funnier than the first one funnier yeah man i love the first me one. too i would I've put them they're very very funny i think you would really dig them because they're like little they're so weird they're really broad silly comedies yeah for sure uh, the they're RuPaul- a bit like adam's family though where it's like yes. 
a, in the same ballpark. You're putting like these kooky TV characters mm-hmm. in the modern world and seeing how out of step they are. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love the first one because they're like a 60s family, but they're in the 90s. Yeah. It's really weird. They're, I think they're really funny. And the RuPaul cameos in both of them really make me laugh every single time. And I've seen them like hundreds of times. Yeah. I would. I'll, both of these movies are 4.5 star films for me. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Huge, huge. I haven't watched huge. the sequel in a long time. And they're both female filmmakers directed by. Who directed them? I don't know. Some lady. <laughs> Two chicks. Yeah. Somebody's wife. Chicks, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to throw out there? Well, uh, I, well, how about I wrote a big list down. Should we just say I'll read them all and we just go, oh, that's cool or not? I reckon yeah. don't read them all. Just pick pick two. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I actually so I guess I want you to read them all. Like, okay. No. Okay. Well, let's just run through them. Jackass 2. Oh, fuck. I forgot to say the Jackasses. Jackass 2, 22 Jump Street. And that was on my list as well. American Pie 2. Mm, I don't like it that much. I really like American Pie 2. It's the only one that I really like. You like it when he glues his hand to his dick? Um, well, it's too in some visceral. respects, yes. It's too, well, you yeah. can feel it. It's nasty. It's very nasty. But I, I like, there's a, that's the only one that I also like. I like the idea of it more than I like the execution. Mm. Like summer movie, end yeah. of end of college or whatever. Yeah, vibes. spring break movie. And if there's this weird thing. I don't know if many people know about it, but American oh. Pie 2, mm. there's all these deleted scenes you can watch on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen And them. there's this whole plot line that's just cut out of it. And it is Chris Penn, the beloved actor from Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Uh, Sean Penn's brother. Sean Penn's fat brother, who I just absolutely <laughs> adore. He's from Footloose as well. Yeah, he plays Stifler's dad. Yeah. Whoa. And he's just like, they cut him out of the movie completely. But he was like in the parties with them that and all like that stuff. That was like a big plot in the mm. movie was Stifler's relationship with his alpha male dad. And remember we watched that behind the scenes thing of it where yeah. the director of American Pie 2 is like, we tested it and audiences didn't want it. They just wanted they to see want Stifler be like, well, they didn't want Stifler to have anything unsettling. emotional. Yeah. Horny dads are still cool. Everyone loves them. Everyone canonically loves them. <laughs> is your wife pregnant? Is that why you're saying that all of a sudden? No, I'm talking about my own dad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, they cut him out because they were like, oh, nah, people just want Stifler to be like funny and crazy. They don't want to see him go through anything emotional. And I think that stunted Sean William Scott's career. <laughs> That's my Poor they fella. Didn't let him be three-dimensional. Yes. Good Lord. Well, Beck, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Always a pleasure to podcast with you, my dear friends. Uh, please mm. tell them about your freaking special one more time. Okay, it's called Bipolar Baby. Hell Subscribe yeah. to my YouTube channel mm-hmm. to know when it comes out. Uh, and also, I have a new podcast, yeah. which I can't say the name of, but me and Alex are doing a new podcast in the new year. So mm-hmm. New podcast, new year. New podcast, new year. New That's girls. the rules, mate. That's uh, exciting. New tits for new both of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> one each. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Two Tits, One Girl. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. <laughs> That's great. So the new podcast coming in the new year, the special Bipolar Baby, will be on YouTube in the near future. Subscribe to the channel now so we can get to it. Cameron, have uh, you got anything cooking up? Can I just plug my tour dates again? Of course. Yes. Uh, my... You have free reign to do so, my friend. Thank you so much. My 2024 stand-up comedy tour is on sale. The show is called Mixtape. As many of you already know, it is largely about the time that I worked at a horror-themed theatre restaurant mm-hmm. in Newcastle. Uh, and I was going through a, my first serious relationship at that time. So wow. it's a bit of a love story. It's also a bit of a goofball shit. There's lots of songs in it, lots of funny shit. Uh, I'll be Perth, Adelaide, Canberra, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney. 
I'm about to add Newcastle to the run. Wow. And a couple of other places Hometown as well. Hometown hero returns. Tickets are on sale now. Go to uh, livenation.com.au. And can I also just say that I'm doing a trial sneak peek version of this mm-hmm. December 14 in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy Club uh, with Damien Power as well. So if you guys want to, if you're in Brisbane and you want to come, come to that. That'll be a lot of fun. Beautiful. And that's all I want to say. Well, okay. There isn't any (laughs) more. If you're listening to this, please do check out my new podcast, Sunburnt Screens, the Australian cinema odyssey. Uh, It is, the second episode has just come out, and it's the first two episodes. It's a two-parter about the modern new wave of Australian horror. I talked to a Heaps of filmmakers that are involved with it, and it's me and the great film critic Alexandra Helen Nicholas kind of talking about like what is going on in this really exciting space of horror cinema that's coming out of Australia right now. There's something cool going on, there's something in the freaking waters, and it's a great way to find out about like maybe some movies that may have missed your your eyes at a certain point and re shining a little light on them. But it's been really fun. It's been so much, so many nice uh, feedback coming through from the listeners. So thank you very much for listening to it. And uh, you've made a little boy's dream come true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but all of really these nice. things are in a show notes. So why don't you take a moment oh right my now? God. Guys, you've got to check out the show notes. not looked at them already? I bet some of them have had a little look. Have a I peek. Some have had a peek. The podcast is about to end. We're going to just vamp for a little bit to give you a little bit of time so you can... Click. Maybe we should put a link to the sexy gremlin in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we won't yeah. say. If you play a lucky draw, click one of the links on there. He's all tied in your URL yeah. so you don't know which one is which. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're one of them. One of these hyperlinks will lead you to a picture of the sexy gremlin. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll know which one it is, though, because you'll just be able to it. tell. You'll yeah. be able to tell from yeah. vibe. Like, this one will get me horny. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so click through. We're still vamping. You're going to yeah. hit the tile right now. You hit the podcast tile. Right now, you're probably looking at, oh, this this episode uh, is about uh, the comedy movie sequels and stuff. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't even know how to get to the show notes. I so think even you, you just saying that, you click the tile is fucking news tile. to me. Click, I think you – and when I say click, it's like – Probably you're on your phone doing this. You're probably, I'm making an assumption you're on a, probably an Apple iPhone, mm. eight or newer. Don't click guess. the play button. No. Mm-hmm. The words, mm-hmm. I know you don't want to read them. Don't be scared. Tap the words Tap the and words. more will appear. Exactly. Yes. Right now, hopefully you've clicked on to something and my voice will cut out at a certain point because it takes you to a new website that might stop the podcast. Yeah. That's true. But do that. And if please, the one I'm asking you to click right now, I'm begging you, click the Sunburn Screens link in that. It says, I click my one as well. Hey, no, click my one. <laughs> click all of our what fucking links, dude. Don't try to hog the fucking link clicks. <laughs> <laughs>